Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I'm the editor and publisher of theweeklydriver.com, and I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group. My colleague and friend, as always, is Bruce Aldrich, and today we have on as a guest uh, Bob Davis. And Bob is the CEO and founder of Virtual Driving Interactive, and if I have that correct, Bob, and we want to talk today about a new product that was sounds fascinating, uh, Drivers Essentials XE. So welcome to our podcast, Bob, and how are you doing today? And take us through the new product. We're, we're eager to hear all about it. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I'm, I appreciate the chance to, to be on the podcast. Um, yeah, we are uh, Virtual Driver Interactive. And, uh, you know, brief background, we've been making uh, driving uh, simulators for schools, corporate fleets, highway safety organizations for about the last 12 years. Um, the, the purpose of today, though, is there's a there's a there's a change, a new product that we're coming out with uh, that is designed to be able to take the simulation training experience for teams into the living room. Um, so, you know, really, essentially, the the basic problem is we talk to people is nobody I know really thinks teams are genuinely ready to get their license. Um, so people are in violent agreement on that. Uh, the, what is more difficult is, okay, how, how can you prepare them better? Uh, because the things that we as adults run into uh, are things that are so dangerous, they're too dangerous to actually train on teens. So things like uh, we as adults get used to unexpected pedestrians stepping out, not looking, uh, multitasking of either things like intentional distractions, like when you text or talk, and unintentional distractions like other passengers in the car. And for teens, um, it's difficult enough to learn to drive properly without having to deal with all these other things, you know, especially vehicles, ambulances, school buses, driving their semis, those kinds of things that uh, we end up taking for granted, but we forget they don't have any exposure to any of those non-standard situations. So, um, you know, I, uh, for years and years, we've been delivering these to schools, but these, you know, high-end simulation systems are, you know, they start at 8,000 a piece. So it's not exactly the kind of thing you, you put in your living room for your family. And, uh, but they're good for unlimited use for people like schools and things, but not so much for, um, you know, home use. So, uh, so I was talking to my adult son at the time, kind of frustrated that we can't reach more teens because something like 2.5 million teens a year get their driver's license, brand new driver's license. That's scary. That's and, scary. Um, yeah, that's very scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm talking with him and I, he's actually even playing Xbox at the time and he's about 24 years old. And he said, well, what, what about on Xbox? And I said, well, you know, I, I think like using controllers might be difficult for a driver training uh, program, which is why we have, you know, the full wheels and monitors and things we deliver for the simulator. And he said, Dad, he said, you know, for anybody that uses Xbox, uh, that becomes second nature. Controlling a car and driving, turning your head and looking around corners becomes second nature and isn't learning to drive really about vision and judgment. And I said, I'm astounded by his wisdom when I'm running the company. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it, it really is. What we're trying to do is teach where to look, when to look, anticipate, you know, dangerous behaviors for others. And he said, well, I, you know, we can easily do that. Um, and um, 
so I started remembering, you know, teams can really suspend disbelief when they get in the virtual world. Um, they really immerse themselves in the experience. And I thought, you know, that's really brilliant. We could take the driving essentials program we sell to schools and boil it down to an Xbox delivery because there are uh, latest stats are about 32 million Xboxes sold in the last four years. So those are 32 million opportunities for, you know, teens and tweens to do something constructive at home on their Xbox. All right. That that, doesn't sound... Are they going to do something constructive? (laughs) (laughs) Well, one thing I learned a long time ago is is, uh, even the most non-conforming teens will do anything to get the driver's license, generally speaking. You know, they'll sure. they'll do what they're told if it means they're going to end up getting their driver's license. Uh, and deep down um, through the bravado, most of them are genuinely concerned uh, and somewhat worried about actually driving because it sounds great. And then once they realize the level of responsibility you take on when you get a license, it, it becomes not funny anymore. Um, you know, especially as they have friends that might have been injured at school. Like if you're a freshman, unfortunately, many, many schools have sophomores, juniors, and seniors that have tragic crashes and, and you don't have your license yet. And you're thinking, man, you know, am I really ready for this? So we want them to be ready. We want them to be able to understand hydroplaning before they're driving in a rainstorm and understand stopping distance um, before it's it, before it's too late to stop. Um, so if you're doing these things in simulation, you you don't just get an intellectual piece of feedback. You're not told by an instructor what to do. You get the emotional feeling of what it's like when you're following too close, and all of a sudden you for a split second you you realize you're not going to have time to stop. That's that's an emotional level of learning you don't often forget. I agree. I think, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And who wants to be that crash test dummy, you know? You can do it virtually. You don't have to step out out in front of a crosswalk or what have you. In the virtual world, you can. Right. I mean, you you know, we've all been around enough teens where you say, well, you know, hey, you know, imagine if this person steps out. And they said, yep, got it. And so, no, no, really imagine if they do this, they go, yep, got it. You, you know, they don't because right. they're not, they're not visualizing it. And so, uh, so that's what we tried to do. And, and we tried to also put all of the driver training, driver training as an industry has made itself so formal and so boring. It's difficult content to absorb. Um, you know, like when, instead of saying turn signal, you know, it's like, you know, you, you know, signal your intentions through the use of, I mean, so, so in the, in the Saxbox program, we, we talk in a way that is accurate, but much more informal in a way where the teams will engage and listen. And, um, so even down to the, the scripting of the instruction, it's a way to get them to pay attention and to engage. I want to go back just a few minutes ago. You said 32 million Xbox, and I, I was stunned by that because I've never been an Xbox person. I don't know anything about them other than I know what it is. Um, right. where, did, where did that number come from? And, and I, I had no idea it was that uh, prevalent. And number two, part of the same question is, what areas does Xbox cover in terms of, I know John Madden's you know, done well with his um, – approach in football, but what other areas is Xbox available in it? And 
How how was that thirty two million? Um, how did you come to that number? That's it's an incredible amount of um, subscribers or, or box owners, whatever it might be. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. What well, you know, it's funny. There's a variety of um, of of uh, console or game review websites that actually have stats that go back to 12 to 15 years that cover Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox uh, internationally and domestically. So I I don't recall which one I was at, but I just looked at it again, not probably not more than even a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Um, And um, so, and and like, for example, they sold the Xbox 360 for a long time, but about four years ago, they came up with, uh, you know, the new generation, which is greatly improved graphics and, and um, you know, processing power and things like that. So, so uh, that, those numbers are, I mean, I can, I can easily follow up with, with, you know, the sources on these. Um, but it is astounding. They sell on average 8 million a year. Um, and obviously it is, it is mainly not to uh, folks like us that are 60-ish, um, right. but, how so, dare you? How dare so, you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I watched your earlier pod. I watched okay. your earlier podcast, and, I, and, and you you to it earlier. Um, so you know, I, I I just made the magic mark myself. So, yes. um, but you know, there are certain consoles like like Nintendo and stuff that tend to be uh, the younger ages. You know, eight, nine, ten year old. Those kinds of games, Mario Kart, the yes. ones that are more cartoonish. Um, then when you get into the mid-teens and the driving, you get, you get either military simulation games um, that are, um, uh, or, or uh, science fiction games like, like Halo. Uh, there's a lot of games like that. And then there's the sports genre. Um, and then, the, unfortunately, things that are driving are either straight racing, which are fun. Games like Forza are very popular. Um, but then there's the games like Grand Theft Auto, which are extremely popular, but let's just say they're not in any way constructive for teens' characters. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, they're entertaining, but not, uh, not, not what you really want to invest in. So when I looked at the top 10 selling Xbox titles, um, virtually all of them are adventure-based, uh, you know, essentially shooting games and things like that. Um, you know, war simulations or things like that. So I, I just thought, man, wouldn't it be great? Because the parents have invested in this, you know, four hundred dollar uh, console, and they already have the big screen, the big screen set up at home. And wouldn't parents really appreciate using that resource uh, for something that is uh, is constructive? So, Bob, how do you uh, plan on getting this out to the kids? Is it something a DVD they would share, or they would download, or well, they would buy it, or the school gives it out, uh, or or what? It would. Well, there's really two avenues now. Um, first of all, we, the um, the software changes enough now where we won't have physical DVDs. It will all be direct download from the Microsoft Store, Great. because that's where they get they get millions and millions. So you know, no one has to trust us with the credit cards or with the downloads. We're not in the fulfillment business. Um, it gets posted up on the Xbox Store. And, uh, and they will download through their Xbox um, online accounts because when you have Xbox online, you already have a stored credit card right. because that's the way you do multiplayer games and things. Um, so they'll do that. Um, that's the first, so that's the straight um, home use. That's the way a typical parent would. But we also have had a, a surprisingly high level of interest from the insurance industry because um, 
they stand to gain a lot by having less teen-related claims. So we expect the insurance agencies to send out in e-newsletters um, a link to the families that say, you know, hey, here's a, another resource for your family uh, to help better train your teen driver. And they, uh, they get a lot of public kudos for being good and concerned. They also get the luxury of less uh, teen driver claims the safer the teens are. The Weekly Driver podcast gets support from AmericanMuscle.com, your late model Mustang and F-150 authority, bringing you the hottest products and top-notch customer service for over a decade. No one makes it easier to modify your ride. Visit AmericanMuscle.com today. That's great. I noticed in some of the uh, press material, uh, Bob, that you have a multiple uh, episode or multiple series. How did you come to divide it up into, uh, what is it, eight or ten uh, different areas? And what was the process yeah. like? How did, how, when did it start that you had the, from what your son was telling you and to the product? And how did you know how to divide it up? Well, um, we, we actually, because we had so many years in doing driving simulators to begin with, yes. we've already had uh, Driving Essentials, which is our simulation program. Uh, so we, only, we had the curriculum to rely on um, to figure out sort of, you know, how to work through the very basics. And one of the first decisions we had to make is we had to make it where, you know, a 14-year-old who's never been behind the wheel can learn the basics enough, but it has to advance rapidly enough to more advanced concepts yes. for the for the team that already has their permit, and you know they're they're in the process of getting their license. Or uh, as as you know, the crash rates the first six months to twelve months after getting your license are uh, are horrible. Um, I was in so that club. Even if, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I would too. Uh, there's a telephone pole that has my name on it. Yes. Um, so um, yeah, and that was interesting because that was uh, falling asleep at the wheel. Oh my god. And uh, not through alcohol. It's just that you know in, uh, impairment. It was never explained to me that impairment is also things like lack of sleep. Yes. And uh, you know a lot of professions um, you know, really burn the candle at both ends that way sleep wise. So. Uh, so, yeah, so what we ended up trying, ended up doing is, is breaking into 10 lessons, uh, and then additionally, sort of lesson 11, if you will, is an unlimited free drive. And what that allows you to do is pick a city or rural or highway, and you can pick night, you can pick weather, thunderstorms, winter, um, heavy traffic, light traffic. And, and when, you, when you go through all that, you can drive an unlimited amount of time, but you have a life bar across the top of the screen because in, in the world of gaming, you're used to either getting a score or having a life bar. Um, and a life bar just means you start at 100%, but every time you do something that is inherently unsafe, um, then your life bar counts down. And if you get down to zero, you, you have to stop driving and you have to restart the virtual world again. And so there, it's, so you're rewarded by being able to drive further. And I mean, as an example, turns green, a kid will naturally automatically go and they'll just hit the gas. Well, as adults, we know you have to scan the intersection left, right, left before you hit the gas because we know people run red lights. Um, so in our program, if it turns green and you hit the gas, your life bar goes down and you're immediately penalized because you hit the accelerator without scanning left, right, left before moving. Gotcha. So it, it's very involved, 
yet entertaining because now they immediately know what they did wrong. And as opposed to being lectured, their score just went down. Well, they get the score being down. Same with, um, like, you can't even start a lesson without clicking the virtual seatbelt because we want it to be such second nature to automatically think of your seatbelt before you do anything else. It's a requirement in, in every lesson. That's, so, um, that's clever yeah. stuff. And, and, and then the final point on that is they get a lot of driver education on rules of the road, like, you know, uh, what the blue curve means or what a sign means or what a yield sign means. So they get education from other sources, the book learning part, if you will. So we don't spend a lot of time on the kind of stuff we know that are taught. We spend a lot of time on the things we know they're not exposed to and not taught. And that's where these 10 lessons came from. Like a you know, space management uh, is a good example. Uh, you know, we know that you, you have to keep openings in front and behind, but also on your left and on your right when you're driving. Well, here they can interactively be driving, and we, we calculate the proximity around the vehicle to tell them where they have an effective bailout area if they have to. If they have to speed up or have to stop or have to go right, have to go left. So those are really advanced things that, you know, even the best driving instructor behind the wheel has a really hard time getting them experience in those kinds of situations. That's pretty pretty nice stuff. Can they also, like, select what kind of car they want to drive and what music they want to put on? Uh, you, you know, actually, we've gone through it. No, no we do not because we, um, in all the racing games, number one, if you're going to do that, you better have done a tremendously good job of modeling the actual car, like Forza does, um, and uh, in modifications of it. And we want to make sure that they're distinctly thinking of safety and not the car itself, because we, we don't want the entertainment value to come through for that way. So we, we made uh, essentially a, a generic vehicle in the sense of, of, uh, of their ability to drive. Now, in our the fleet products that we sell to corporations, we actually have a, a, a mix of vehicles because if you're driving, you know, a semi versus a pickup truck, um, the mirrors you have that you look at are different in those vehicles. So we we have done selectable vehicles, but in the Xbox product, uh, we, we did not intentionally. Oh, okay. Bob, uh, I have a new favorite term uh, away from your product, and you said the term life bar, and I think I'm going to use that term away from our podcast, Life Bar, is, is a good term. You start with 100 yeah. and you kind of go down from there. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but, um, my, my follow-up is, and you, you kind of answered the question with, and I, without even asking it, and that is when you we're talking to young kids, and you, I was mentioning to my, my friend Bruce earlier that you go to a coffee shop and there's a mom and, and she's got her son or daughter and they're, they're doing something and there's blow-ups and they're, they're shooting people, there's bows and arrows and there's explosions. And one of my initial thoughts was, how are they going to um, attract the attention of teenagers and maybe kids and their uh, young adults with a game that doesn't have blow-ups and things like that? But you explained it well, that it's stimulation, there's things, a process to do. So that was one of my concerns, is how are you going to sell this without the, um, the wow factor? Right, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. and you did ask one other thing by the Microsoft Store, yes. the, the go-to-market the go to market, um, the buyers of these, the prime stakeholders, will, will be parents. Yes. Because I, I am so sad to say that over my 
more than decade in the simulator business, I've been contacted by so many uh, amazing people that have lost teams um, to car crashes yes. that wanted they want to do something, but they're frustrated because they like look. I really want to help other people not go through this, but you know I've gone to the DMV and that doesn't help, and no. I go to the Board of Education and that no. doesn't help. No. I, you know, they they don't know two. they don't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And so I know that um, I was given the, uh, a heads up that the product isn't available yet, but could you kind of fill us in when it will be, if you know, and in and, and what avenues uh, will it be available in multiple areas, just what you mentioned earlier, or are there other avenues for it? Well, um, specifically, as it stands right now, we are actually um, in the final stages of product approval through the Microsoft Store. Okay. And that means that for them to keep very high-quality titles available on the store. They have a very rigorous approval program, and uh, that's going very well, but it, it's a little out of our hands until we hear back from them. So we are we are anticipating, by their dates, two to three weeks it should be generally available. And as soon as that means, it means that if you go to either the, the, the website that we have, which is uh, drivingxe.com, Yes, that will show the product. That will show the product and some some videos of the actual drives and what the lessons are about. Uh, then there's a clickable link there that says "Get it on the Xbox Store," and that links directly to the product page in Xbox. And and that's really the only avenue to to buy it and to download it um, as it is. Except from a marketing standpoint, we expect parents to be very enthusiastic. So the social media channels parents tend to use are more like. Uh, Facebook um, and um, those the types of social media sort of viral expansion versus advertising, and we want kids to really like it and to really learn from it. But the the parents are the buyers because they are the ones that have the wisdom to know the teens aren't as ready as they think they are. It sounds like a good idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. I hope it goes well. What 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 do you well, see? Is, yeah. What do you see is like st- uh, step. Two or something, the next next edition up. What do you? What is your well, pr- your further goals? Well, pr- pr- well, well, probably the very next thing we would do is probably release a PlayStation Four version, because they actually sell even in the U.S. even more Sony PS4 uh, consoles than they do even in Xbox. So uh, we would probably because right now the only pushback would be is if a parent really really wants it but they don't own an Xbox. Um, certainly kids have friends that have an Xbox, but you know, many of those same households for every household that has an Xbox, there's another household that has, uh, only a PlayStation. Most people don't have both. Some do. Uh, so that would give us a wider, uh, uh, available platform to run the program on. Bob, what kind of price points are we talking about? Uh, $59 all in uh, retail. So it's, uh, it's $59 download, which is the, uh, the normal, retail price for most uh tier one games gotcha have uh now yeah. with, with your son um i'm gonna have a little fun is he a paid consultant on this project or is he is he been, <laughs> has he been the test pilot so to speak the test driver and and what does he say about his his old his old man so to speak doing this yeah uh, <laughs> well yeah it, it, it it's actually very funny yes he's been all those things except for the paid part gotcha. um 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, what's funny is when I first started the company in 2005, yes. uh, like a lot of young companies, uh, you know, you're, you're looking for the least expensive way to do it. So yes. he was my uh, he was my male model for all the simulation uh, pictures when we had teens driving our simulators and all our our website and brochures and trade show banners. Uh, he he was the one. So I got his modeling first started when he was fifteen. That's great. That's great. Has <laughs> yeah. it has it gone to his head or is he is he is he pretty settled guy? He's okay. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's okay. okay. Realize there's no money in it for him. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, uh, Bob, we as as always of all of our guests, we. Um, we kind of go in sometimes with a little bit of knowledge, and in, uh, in this case, I, I confess I had zero knowledge of what you guys have going on, but I've sure learned a lot in the last, you know, 25, 26 minutes. So we want to uh, thank you for being our guest today on the Weekly Driver Podcast, Bob Davis, and we're looking forward to seeing the product um, Driving Essentials XE in a few weeks, and it sounds like it's, you know, speaking frankly, it's going to save a lot of lives. So thank you for that, yeah. and, and uh, we've... We think the best of what you got going on and, and wish you the best with the product. So thank you again for being our guest today. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. Well, thank you, James. Thank you, Bruce. I really appreciate it. Okay. All right. Enjoy Have the day. Good. Cheers. Right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. The Weekly Driver Podcast receives support from americantrucks.com, your late model Silverado, Sierra, Ram, and F-150 online aftermarket retailer, bringing you all of the hottest parts from accessories to lift kits, from wheels to tires and winches. AmericanTrucks.com has the knowledge and know-how to make your wildest dreams come to reality. 